You're listening to Living Free and Fulfilled. I'm Katie Bach, your host, a Gemini, yogi, intuitive spiritual guide who believes in the magic and the power, the wisdom that lives inside of you. And that's what this podcast is all about. I am on a mission to empower you to create a life that feels good for you, a life where you can live it your way. Tune in each week to hear from me, to meet new people as they are interviewed, as we share together tips, tools, practices, experiences that have guided us to create a life that feels good so that we can support you on your journey to live a life aligned with your soul as you plug back into yourself rediscover your power, your inner wisdom, and the magic that truly flows throughout you. Are you ready to live free and fulfilled? A new episode starts now. Hey there, listener, and welcome back to the podcast. It is Katie Bach here, your host, and this week I am joined by Kristen Wilson, and we are going to talk about what needs to be disrupted so you can thrive. Welcome, Kristen. Thanks, Katie. Thanks for having me. Hi, friends. So excited to have this conversation with Kristen today because um, Kristen and I, we have this, we are co-writing together. We're both writing books. And so we kind of are like each other's accountability buddies. And um, we were having this conversation, you know, about Scorpio season, and it's really a time to dive deep within. Um, Scorpio often gets this wrong idea about it because you can't always read a Scorpio and it's because a lot's going on within their very deep um, transformation happens deep, very deep people, very intuitive people. And so this time of year in Scorpio season is a very intuitive time. It's very much a time where transformation is happening in the depths under the surface. And so this kind of like disruption. I don't know why this word disrupted is really calling to me right now. Maybe I need to disrupt some things inside of me. Um, But kind of, it's really about diving into the depths of yourself. And what is it time to pull to the surface? What is it time to shake up, to process so that that transformation can unfold so that you can step into that joy, so that you can step into your fulfillment, so that you can step into your manifestation that you're, you're manifesting. So that's what we're going to talk about today. What needs to be disrupted so that you can thrive? Yes. And I like that word too. It, it really resonates. It's different. Because I'm thinking to myself, you know, as, as Katie and I have been talking about it, you know, Scorpio season is a perfect time to do that, that deep dive, to break the surface, go inward, and really reflect on and assess what is disrupting our capacity to thrive. Because that's the whole idea. We want to thrive. We don't want to merely survive. Mediocrity is not our mission. We want to feel liberated and inspired and as, as joyous as we can and at peace, you know, day to day. That, that's what we're all working towards. So, and the interesting part about it is the process of doing this and figuring out what is disrupting our capacity to do those things and thrive, the process itself can feel disruptive. <laughs> it's not comfortable. Um, it's not something that comes easily to most of us. And so, you know, it's it's an effort. It, it's really an intentional kind of a thing. Um, but I really feel like now, this time of year with Scorpio energy at our backs, it's prime. You know, I think it, it's like a prime season for 
pausing and really making the effort to do the deep plunge inward and, and figure this out. And ultimately, even though it feels disruptive, once we can find out what is disrupting my ability to feel good and live real, you know, those those answers that we get will pave the way to the fulfillment that I think we're all, you know, chasing after every day. Absolutely. And, you know, we're talking about what's disrupting your ability to thrive, right? And we're also we're also talking about disrupting that disruption, right? Shaking up right. Yes, whatever yes. it is that's kind of disrupting that ability to to thrive. I was going to say to thrive. I was combining survive and thrive together. Um, you know, but like Kristen said, it can be very uncomfortable. And this is why so many of us avoid the deep dives. So many of us feel that discomfort when we kind of talk about this. Scorpio time of year where it's like this deep dive into the self, this really self-reflection, exploring yourself and discovering things about yourself. And so what's really, really essential to this idea of disrupting, of diving into the depths is to create space and safety for yourself. Because for one thing, we can't thrive without safety. If we don't feel safe, we're just trying to survive. And because diving within and doing these deep dives and learning things about yourself and disrupting, shaking things up within can be so uncomfortable. Learning how to create the space for yourself and creating safety for yourself is so essential because it will support you in staying in the space of being able to dive deep within, of being able to hear your intuition, access your intuition, really listen to what's going on inside of you and what is it time to transform? What is it time to change, which is like one of those words that kind of shakes us all up, change, right? Yep. It's a disruptor in and of itself. Yes. And it's inevitable. We are constantly evolving. Life is constantly evolving. Everything is evolving, which means change is inevitable. And so one of the big things for this, you know, disrupting so you can thrive is when do you feel safe? Where do you feel safe? How can you create that space to actually have the deep dive and to actually create the shakeup so that you can kind of access this intuitive transformation that's ready to come through you. Yeah. And I think we'll definitely talk about how to create some of those spaces. You know, we talk about specific tips and tools. Um, but as you know, you know, I like to pour every concept that we talk about through my real filter. And yes. I was really thinking about it as I was preparing for our chat. And it's pretty simple with this one, you know, um, recognition, R's for recognition. So this is really about recognizing that we all need to take the time to pause, to reflect, to, to really honestly assess how things are going, you know, how am I feeling and energy E, how is my energy level physically? How is my energy mentally? How is my energy? you know, spiritually and emotionally, how, how am I really feeling? You know, am I drained? Am I down? Am I uplifted? Am I a little bit of both? And, and sort of, you know, digging a little deeper, not just asking those questions, but once, you know, you get those initial answers, well then, okay, if I'm feeling this way, what is it that's inspiring that or generating that feeling? If it's drainage or if it's upliftment, great. But you know, what are the things that are working and not working and really teasing out and going through the weeds to figure out what what the specifics are. Um, so it's recognizing that 
assessing that energy is crucial. And really, it's about using awareness to look at what needs to be disrupted and refined. This is all about awareness. Self-awareness is key, like radical, raw self-honesty and awareness, which is why it can be so uncomfortable, because there are definitely going to be external aspects of life that you're that are going to come up as oh well that's why i feel this way but there are going to be things you discover that you are doing that you are saying and thinking and the way you're approaching life it's that's what's draining you you're it's like you know oh this is on me you're going to have some uncomfortable revelations about things that you might be doing to sabotage yourself but that's okay because we always have the freedom to pivot and redirect and refine all of it So that's the beauty of it. And really remembering that L, that love, that this whole process, while sometimes uncomfortable, is in and of itself an act of self-love. While it will feel very disruptive and unsettling at first, um, these these self-checks, these periods of internal reflection are little doses of TLC for us. You know, these are the things because what we learn from these exercises help us to feel more inspired and free and fulfilled. And that's a way to love ourselves. So that that's really, you know, what I think about when I pour it through that, that real lens. It's like a real reflection. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I just think it's a, just such a great time. You know, you look out the window and you see nature is doing the same thing. You know, we are coming to the end of a calendar year and it's it's kind of a natural time for all of us as the year draws to a close to sort of start this reflective process. I think we all do it in our own way. Um, maybe not as deeply as uh, the Scorpio energy would push us to do, but we all do it in, in some capacity. Um, but nature's doing this. It's It's starting to slow down. It's starting to shed things, close off the animals, the plants, the elements. Everything is starting to retreat and prepare for the hibernation that it always goes into in order to renew for the season of spring. You know, we know what the cycle is. So we do the same thing. We're, we're connected to nature and Scorpio energy is kind of reminding us. And then we look out the window and that's reminding us, oh yeah, you know, I'm. it's time for me to do the same. It's okay to take some regular time to retreat, to do that dive, to sort of go inside, hibernate, reflect, rest, and decide what you need to restore and then thrive, you know, move forward in a compelling, inspiring type of a way. Absolutely. And, you know, even if it's not Scorpio season, even if we're in another season, this idea of kind of diving within and shaking up what's going on, disrupting this, you know, whatever it is that needs to be disrupted, that it's time to transform is so essential to living that life that fulfills you living life your way, because like you said, although it can be very uncomfortable. And I mean, I can definitely relate to that idea of discomfort. I have certainly said, can I close this can of worms I've opened um, after periods of reflection and whatnot. But ultimately it is showing yourself love because when you do that reflection, when you do these deep dives, when you take the time, if it's, you know, a really big deep dive, or if it's a quick daily deep dive and reflection, you are taking the time to reconnect to yourself and to your soul and to really get into the depths of who you are so that you can create that disruption that creates the transformation for you to really embody that fulfillment, to really step into that joy and that life 
that is aligned with your soul in this moment in time, because it's always evolving. You are always evolving. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think as you were talking, I was thinking, oh, don't forget this caveat. So important. And it has a lot to do with the the love part of being real. And your point about creating a safe space. Let's do this safely. And by that, I mean, when we're doing these deep dives and really assessing where we are, let's do it as neutral, objective, non-judgmental spirits. Because what we don't want to do is go into this process feeling judgy and shameful and, you know, uncovering things that we might not like and then beating ourselves up about what we're seeing. That is not where we want to take this. That's not, that doesn't feel safe. That feels scary. So it's, it's important to, to resist the urge <laughs> to judge yourself as you do disrupt things, you know, and really kind of take a close look at, at what might need to shift. And it's okay. Um, but it, it's hard. That's not an easy thing to do, but it's something to just sort of be aware of. It's easy to go down that rabbit hole of, of judgment and self-criticism when we do exercises like this, because inevitably some things will pop up that we don't like. We don't want to look at it. But you know, just remembering, you know, kind of replacing those thoughts with, okay, but this is why I'm doing this so that I can change and feel better and live better and, and thrive. That That's where I'm going with this. So just kind of staying out of that judgment zone as much as possible. Absolutely. Being in that neutral lens that like, there is no right or wrong. There is no good or bad. It just simply is. And right. most of the time, the things that we're discovering when we deep dive, we're discovering adaptations that at one time kept us safe. We're discovering beliefs that no longer serve us yet at one time in their, in our life and our lie in our life, mm-hmm. why that word couldn't come out <laughs> at one time in our life, they were serving us to survive. They were keeping us safe and allowing us to live in life. So it's really important to remember that, like Christian said, that neutral lens, because everything at one point in time did serve you. And just because it doesn't now doesn't mean it was bad or wrong. It just means that it's time to disrupt it. It's time to transform it because you're evolving and you're expanding. And it's just time for some disruption, for some shakeup so that you can then move past it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, so important to remember that everything has served a purpose. There is no right or wrong. That's such a good reminder. Yeah, it's uh, it's all gotten you to this place and you're always where you're meant to be. Yes. So this is really just, you know, an objective kind of lens that we're that we're using. But yeah, always important to remind ourselves of that and get in front of that because we can also easily go down that rabbit hole of, <laughs> yeah, holding ourselves to the fire, you know, when really it's all about, you know, bringing ourselves out of it. <laughs> Absolutely. And this this is coming through intuitively. I'm not sure if it totally relates to what we're talking about, but it's coming through. So I'm going to mention it. Sometimes, you know, like you hear people out there in the world, coaches and different people, and they say, this is, this is what works, right? It's either it's mindset or it's body or it's spiritual or, you know, they have, everybody has their little things. Some people swear by mantras, right? Some people swear by, you know, healing your past lives. And some people, say, you know, it's the movement of your body. And in reality, it's really all of these things. But the point is of what I'm trying to say is that 
a lot of the times we find the things that we need in that moment. We find the things that need to be just that need to support us in disrupting in that transformation in the moment. So maybe it started with the mindset shift because you're you needed that mindset shift for you to then embrace a past life healing. Or maybe it started with past life healing because you needed that to shift your mindset. Or maybe it started with a yoga practice and moving your body because you needed to move things through your body before you could open your mind to shift your mindset to then step into the spiritual space, right? So all of these things, the point of what I'm saying is as you deep dive, sometimes you look back at the things you did and the choices you made and, you know, the programs you participated in or the memberships you joined. And you're like, gosh, well, I still don't feel great after I did this program or after I did this thing and this person squared by it. And maybe you don't feel great. However, that served you in some capacity to open you up in some way to step into this next space of disruption, of healing, of transformation. And so even when you look back and you do these deep dives and you say, oh, well, I did this mentorship or I did this program or this membership and I didn't achieve what my expectation was or my intention was there was still something you took away from it. There was still growth there. And so again, with this non-judgment idea, this neutral lens, trust in the choices that you made because you made those choices from a space of what you felt was best for you in that moment. And even if you look at it now and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know why I did that. It didn't, I didn't achieve what I was hoping to achieve from it. There was still there was still something learned. There was still growth that occurred. There was still transformation that happened. And so it's really important to remember those things. It's not just one thing that brings you back to your soul that supports you in creating a fulfilled life or creating a soul aligned life. It's all of these pieces. It's all of these steps along your journey that open you up piece by piece and allow you to step into this life of fulfillment and maintain it. Absolutely. There is no hack and it doesn't happen overnight and it does all come together to form a path and it's all purposeful. I agree. It's such great points. And, and what it reminds me of is I'm sitting here listening to you with my Kleenex, excuse me. No, you, know, you guys, my you listeners can't see me, but I'm, I'm running nose. And it reminds me of a couple things. To Katie's point, this process itself, we keep saying, we're disrupting and that will end ultimately lead to a good place and we're going to learn from it, but it will feel disruptive and it will not be an overnight sensation. You're not going to sit down and do this for three, four days and then automatically start feeling happy and skipping down the street. You know, you might, you know, you'll have, but I mean, this is a process. So you'll uncover things that might feel disruptive and uncomfortable, but eventually it will lead to a better place. And the reason I bring up the Kleenex is because Katie and I were joking the other day, you know, doing this exercise, expect some interesting things to happen because <laughs> your feelings and your revelations and these things that you uncover when you do these deep dives into your, into your soul, they can come out in physical ways. And I think a lot of people forget that they don't expect that I'm doing this work right now. Katie is too. And we both have, experienced you know, the runny noses and the cough. And Katie said to me the other day, oh, see, it's oozing out. It's all oozing out. And, you know, we get our little chuckle out of it. But in all honesty, that's a very real dynamic. You will likely, you know, experience some interesting physical, mental, and emotional um, 
fallout. And it, you know, not, not to, to freak anybody out. Like these are just things to just get in front of and kind of put out there that, you know, not all the physical um, ailments that we have are definitely, you know, related to viruses that are floating around. You know, this work will manifest itself in a lot of different ways. And I just think it's important to put it out there that that might occur <laughs> and it's okay. Absolutely. I have, I am, I am not the one to get sick. I, right. and I remember thinking like, you know, two years ago, I was like, you know, I just, the kids get sick. I don't get sick. Like lucky me, great immune system. Right. And the past two years I have gotten colds and runny noses more often than I remember getting it. like since I was a kid and it's because I've really been in these past two years doing this deep dive and things are coming through and energetically it manifests in all different ways. The release of different emotions, different things can manifest in so many different ways. So it could show up in a runny nose. It could show up in your body shaking. I've had things released through my body shaking. And what's important to remember is when you are doing these deep dives and disrupting and shaking things up, you are moving things through your body. Because if we understand the concept or not, if we want to believe it or not, everything is interconnected. So all of your feelings, your emotions, your beliefs, they sit and they live in your body and they have to release through your body for a full release to happen. So if you think about an animal, if they experience something, they usually shake afterwards and that's their body releasing the experience. As humans, we tend to get in our mind about it like, oh, this is weird. I shouldn't be doing this, you know? And I encourage you, if you feel the, you know, the need to move in your body, if you feel that shaking, kind of let it process through and, and, and allow that release to happen in your body. So let's jump into kind of how we can do these deep dives and some tips for doing the deep dives. I know Kristen mentioned beforehand um, a quote from Stranger Things, and I want her to share it again as we <laughs> get into this. Yes, I'm sure some of our readers out there have seen the, the series Stranger Things. Uh, my daughters uh, have been talking about it for years, and I'm finally catching up and, and starting it. And in one of the first episodes, one of the characters, Sergeant Hopper, he says, um, mornings are for coffee and contemplation, because basically he's just like in a scene where he doesn't want to be bothered. You know, he's like, don't tell me anything bad. It's morning and they're for coffees and contemplation. And I had to chuckle. I relate because mornings for me are my time of coffee and contemplation. I sit down for 20 or 30 minutes every morning with my coffee and I read inspirational um, you know, books and I, I journal and I really kind of go inward to assess these types of things that we're talking about and also make my gratitude list and set the tone for the day. But my point is pick a time. You know, For me, it's mornings. For some people, middle of the day lunch breaks. For other people, it's easier to take a pause right before bedtime. Pick a time definitely during the Scorpio season, hopefully beyond. Hopefully it becomes becomes a consistent practice for you um, to do this contemplation. Maybe you're having coffee or tea with it. Maybe you're not, but either way, pick a time to do this exercise. And it doesn't have to be in a formal setting either. You know, make it your commute to work where you think about this and roll this around in your mind. Uh, maybe you take your shower time or your bath time to pause and really reflect, you know, whatever works for you in your routine. If you could do it daily, awesome. If you can do it a couple of times a week, great. Just Taking a regular time to just pause and go inward, do some deep breathing, and really start asking yourself these questions about how you're doing and where things might need to shift. And while you're doing this, 
um, you know, either during these special times that you designate or any time really during the day. Journaling is a really, really wonderful way to break the surface and bring things up from the deep. Um, and physically writing, you not not necessarily, you know, if you need to journal on a keyboard, do it however you, you can, but, uh, you know, or voice memo into your phone, but free association, even just like, hey, how am I doing? How am I feeling? And write what comes out, speak what comes out, let it flow without monitoring or editing it and, and see what comes to the surface. You'd be amazed how much your intuition has to tell you when you make the quiet space to let it speak. I, I know Katie would agree with that. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And, um, you know, journaling is one way to do that, like Kristen said, or the, just the kind of asking the questions free form, using your notes at whatever works for you. You can also do it in a body check-in which we don't always, we don't always think of. We don't always think of our body in that way. Um, your body will, will show up with sensations and resistance and, and think, feelings inside. And when you take the time to check into that, it might be providing you information that you need within that deep dive. Like, you know, for example, you know, if you do it in the middle of the day and you find yourself at work and you're super stressed and you check in with your body, it might be expressing to you this is not working. You need something to change. And if you take the time to check in with your body, to do that dive into, into your body and the sensations in your body, it can also really provide information. You can even pair that with a bit of journaling. Like you recognize this sensation. What does it mean to you? And letting your intuition kind of pour through what, why this resistance is showing up. What does this sensation in your body mean to you? Yes. God, such a fantastic reminder. I know for me as well, I mean, we all do so much of this intellectually in our heads. I know I do. And I forget, I forget to pay attention to the physical sensations and how that ties in. Um, so yes, great suggestion. And my third suggestion is spend time in nature. You know, we talked a few minutes ago about how the earth is in the same mode right now. Um, it's going into reflective pause hibernation mode, renewal mode, you know, and we're going to do the same thing. So being with mother earth, whether it's a walk, you know, or um, sitting down on a bench in the park or on your back stoop, or just put sticking your head out the window, if that's all you have time to do and breathing in the fresh air and the elements. Um, spending time in nature reminds us that this deep dive process can, it's real and it can be more easeful and inviting when we see that all the elements that surround us are really doing the same thing. And at peace with it. It is a natural process, even though it feels disruptive. It actually is a natural process that can lead to a very peaceful place. And I think being in nature can really uh, ground us and remind us of that truth. Absolutely. And if it's cold where you are, you can look out your window. You know, if it's cold sure. and you're like, I'm not a cold person, I don't want to go outside. It's okay. Look at your window. Look at the trees. Look at the grass. Look at nature outside and just observe because that's also going to connect you into that energy. It's going to ground you down into that earth energy. And it's really important to remember that, you know, like Kristen is saying, nature is doing this. We are in this energy. Nature does this every, you know, every year we go through the season, we go through, through these cycles and it feels uncomfortable to us as humans because change feels uncomfortable because there is this unknown element to it. And in our innate wiring, in our primal wiring, our biology says that the unknown threatens our survival. And so 
really creating these spaces to kind of be the observer, to deep dive in and shake things up a little bit is building your resilience for this change that is inevitably going to occur because we are always evolving and life is always evolving, just like nature is always evolving. So again, taking these tips that Kristen has provided, these wonderful tips, Remembering to create that safe space for yourself, like where can you do these, these deep dives if they're mini or if they're, you know, more time involved, where can you create the space? Where do you feel comfortable and safe to kind of do these deep dives and explore within? And, um, you know, of course, if you're like, I really am being called to this deep dive, I don't know what to do, I don't know how to begin reach out to Christian and I. We are here to support you in this process of kind of opening up into this deep dive and shaking things up for you to step into that space of thriving. So we are always here. Absolutely. And um, tag us on Facebook or Instagram. Let us know how your deep dive is going. How are you showing up for yourself in this Scorpio season? Or if you're listening and it's not Scorpio season, how are you showing up for yourself and doing these reflections and deep dives to really kind of shake up so you can step into that space of thriving. And I believe we are at a 30 minute mark. So thank you, Kristen, for being here today. Thank you. Fun time as always. Thank you, listener, for being here. As always, we are so grateful to have you here with us. If you are enjoying the podcast, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And we would love to get a review from you. Let us know how you're feeling about the podcast. And um, meet you back here next week. Keep it real, friends.